Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks Podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to Miller Thomas, the always wonderful host of this podcast. Graduated from college about a month, a month and a half ago now. I'm in need of a full-time job, so please go check out my website, millerthomas24.myportfolio.com. That's millerthomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, as always... We are talking about the D-backs, and for today's podcast, I want to give you my top 10 predictions for the D-backs team this season. But first, if your company is interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Locked on Diamondbacks are listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, I'll rate to the most reasonable around. Email me at LockedOnDiamondbacks at gmail.com to find out more. Let's jump right into a look at my top 10 predictions for the Diamondbacks in the 2020 MLB season. Number one, I got Carson Kelly will establish himself as one of the best offensive catchers in baseball. Now, Carson Kelly is a key part of that trade that sent Paul Goldschmidt to the St. Louis Cardinals. And Carson Kelly himself is a guy who's, you know, only 24, 25 years old. He only hit around 245 last year. But a reason why I think he can be such a great offensive player, because look at some of his numbers. He had 18 home runs. 111 games his OBP was 350 which is pretty solid so there's some numbers that I see when it comes to power and uh, some of the the other offensive stats they compared to other catchers in baseball I think Carson Kelly could make an argument could take a leap in 2020 and be like one of those guys who you know maybe was like a salter to here, you know who doesn't have a high batting average but could maybe hit you 20 home runs in a season so I think that would be Pretty great if Carson Kelly could do that. I'm not expecting Buster Posey-like numbers, but if you can have a catcher out there getting you 20-plus home runs and getting you like pretty solid batting average and on-base percentage as well, I think Carson Kelly could be a, a pretty big contributor on the offensive side of the ball for this D-backs team. Now, my second prediction for the, for the D-backs, Quetzal Marte will finish even higher in MVP voting in 2020. As one of my favorite things to say on this pod is go make a bet with someone on how high they think Ketel Marte finished in MVP voting last year. Go bet someone, hey, I bet you $5, you know, Ketel Marte didn't finish top five in MVP voting. I bet you could sucker someone into that bet because I don't think many people realize he finished fourth last year. He had a great year. He was phenomenal. 329 batting average, 30 home runs, you know, uh, you know, OBP, RBIs, run scored, a whole bunch of crazy stats, uh, supported Quetzal Marte, and it's the reason why he finished fourth in MVP voting, but with the, with the, a D-backs team that I believe can make the playoffs in 2020, and, uh, a Quetzal Marte, who I believe has real superstar potential and has already showed a lot of that on display, I think he can be even better in 2020, or maybe doesn't even have to be better. If he puts up similar stats, I think he'll get more recognition, Possibly even more votes, and he'll get more exposure. So, I think no matter, no matter, I will. I don't want to say no matter what, but if 
Keta Marte has, you know, a similar season or at least uh, an even better season, I think you'll definitely get more votes because people already look at him the, as the as the best second baseman in baseball right now. I think that's a lot of respect for a guy like Keta Marte. So it wouldn't surprise me if he finished even higher in MVP voting in 2020. Now, number three, Madison Bumgarner will perform exceptional in the shortened season. I make sure to put shortened season in there because if it was a regular season, then uh, a regular 162-game season, then I might actually argue that Madison uh, Bumgarner will continue his decline that we saw from 2019. But because it's only 60 games, I think he could really go out there, throw, you know, throw as hard as he wants, essentially, and still be fresh for the playoffs, you know. They're only going to have, what, maybe... 12 starts now in a season, and the way Bumgarner is, he's usually pretty healthy. Uh, he's a guy that, you know, when the when the games matter, he plays better. And these games are going to matter more. These games are going to have a little bit more pressure, a little bit more high stakes to them. So I think Bumgarner is going to step up to the plate, be a real tone setter for the team in 20, and actually be one of the best pitchers in baseball. And you're actually going to look at him like he's having a little bit of a resurgence. And maybe the, the change of the ballpark, the change in scenery helps, but... I definitely think Bumgarner is going to be one of those guys who are just going to feast because it's a shortened season. Number four, Jake Lamb will be the everyday DH. Now, this is something that I don't think people are talking about enough. I think Jake Lamb has been kind of forgotten. He was an all-star in 2017. He had back-to-back 30 home run campaigns. I think for a DH, that's exactly what you want. He's a guy who's going to hit you around, you know, what, 250 to 260, maybe 270. Not going to have an incredible batting average. But he's going to be a real run producer in a, in a you know, middle of a lineup as a six hitter. You know, we could get you 30 home runs, maybe get you 80 RBIs. And he's just going to provide what you need from an offensive standpoint out, uh, out of the DH spot. And since he does have experience in the corner infield spots, you could platoon him with Eduardo Escobar, platoon him with a Christian Walker, and make him your everyday DH. And I think that'll just add a different layer to this D-backs team. Add a little bit more pop, which I think this D-backs team needs. I think it has a decent amount of power, but most of these guys are 25, 30 home run guys. They don't really have any 40, 50 home run guys. So adding another guy who can hit you, who, who can get you around 30 home runs in a Jake Lamb, I think that would be a, a very valuable asset to add to the team. And then number five, Kevin Ginkle will be the closer by the end of the season. This is something I truly believe. Archie Bradley has his name penciled into the closer role right now, but we saw him struggle first couple months uh, of last season, or maybe not the first month. I don't think he struggled in June, but the two months after that, he had an ERA around seven, and he just really struggled with guys and runners in scoring position and getting guys out. But then somehow Tory Lavelle decided to make him the closer, and he went back to to looking like that 2017 Archie Bradley, and that's where my biggest concern with. Seems to up and down for me. 2017 shows you he he could be one of the best relief pitchers in all of baseball. But 2018, or ERA 3-6. 2019, ERA 3-5. His first two years in the league, his ERA was like 4-9. So he really only has 2017 to to prove that he's really an absolute shutdown kind of guy. And my closer needs to be a shutdown kind of guy. And Archie Bradley, he might be better set up to be a setup man or seventh inning guy. But Kevin Ginkle, the stuff he has, his ability to throw in the mid-90s, I think he has the makeup with his age and the stuff and talent he has to be the closer by the end of the season. And with Archie Bradley uh, possibly being a free agent at the end of the year, I think they definitely want to give uh, Kevin Ginkle some looks and give him a, a shot at being a closer by the end of 
2020. Now, stay tuned. I'll give you the other half of my predictions very shortly. But first... All right, all right, all right. We are back with the Locked On Diamondbacks. You already know that. You're already listening in. Let's continue the list of the top 10 predictions of the 2020 season for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Number six, Robbie Ray will get traded. Now, I believe this for two reasons. Or I guess even multiple reasons. One, I think he could be traded if he has a great season just because with COVID-19, there's going to be a lot of teams that, no, let's face it, they're, they're going to have guys that, pitchers that miss games because of illness and other reasons. And, you know, there's going to be a big market. And they might see a guy like Robbie Ray and think, hey, if we could get him back to that 2017 form, he could be great for us. Or maybe the change of scenery will help him. He's still a guy that could give you the innings. He's still a guy that could get you the strikeouts. It's not an issue. His, his strikeout per nine is still in, the, in like, the 12. So he's a strikeout artist. That's not the problem for Robbie Ray. The problem is actually giving up earned runs, which is he's, he's had a propensity to give up more of the last couple of years since 2017. And it just seems like he's been working backwards ever since 2017. Seems like he's been gradually worse and worse. And that's not what you want to see when you have a great season like you did in 2017. You want to build upon that, or at least be consistent and show that, that that season wasn't a fluke. And right now, just like Archie Bradley, Robbie Ray's 2017 season looks like the outlier year in his career. It looks like this season. It doesn't make any sense when you stack it up against the rest. And maybe a, a team wants to trade for him and try and get him back to that 2017 form. And if Robbie Ray comes out the gates firing on all cylinders for the D-backs, then he could still be a good trade piece for a team that needs pitching in. Maybe we say, hey, we, we got a lot of pitching depth. We have a lot of guys that could throw in this rotation. Let's go trade Robbie Ray and get another relief pitcher or another platoon player back. That's more helpful for us. So whether he pitches well or, or not, I think Robbie Ray has a pretty high chance of getting traded in 2020. Number seven. Starling Marte lives up to the Marte Parte hype. Now, this is very critical for the D-back success. When you look around the NL West, it is stacked with duos. You got a Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis. You got a Cody Bellinger and a Mookie Betts. You got a, a Trevor Story and a Nolan Arenado. Do the D-backs have a duo that compares to the rest in the in their division? Well, they got... The Marte Parte, and we know what Ketel Marte can do. We saw him be fourth in MVP voting. We saw him be just an absolute stud last year. But how about Starling Marte? He's been a guy who's been a gold glover and an all-star in his past, but defensive metrics say he's been on the decline, and his numbers haven't been as great as he once was from, you know, we could say a few short seasons ago. Starling Marte is a guy who might possibly be on the decline at 30 years of age, but... He, he is coming off a season that he had a career high in home runs. He's not the speedster he once was, but it seems like his power is starting to go up a little bit more. And he's always been a, a guy that's been great at you know, high batting average, great at contact. So when I look at that and 
knowing Sterling Morte did suffer a tragedy with the loss of his wife, I think that could that could be motivation for him. He could use that as a reason for why why he wants to play so well this year, why he wants to leave it all on the field, because uh, he has a hole in his heart right now, and I think the best way to overcome that probably for him is to use baseball as a coping mechanism. So I think Starling Marte is actually going to be a, a stud this year, and he's going to live up to the trade for the Arizona Dimebacks. Prediction number eight, Yasmani Tomas will make a positive impact on the team in 2020. Now, big player pool, COVID-19 pandemic. I think we're going to see a lot of bodies going down this season because of this pandemic. And I think you're going to need, you know, players you wouldn't expect you to be on the roster to step up. I don't think, I think there's going to be players you wouldn't have expected that you're going to say, hey, if this guy doesn't come through, we're actually going to be struggling for a little bit. I think Yasmani Tomas is going to be one of those guys. He already has one solid campaign, just solid, you know. It wasn't anything special. It wasn't like he was the best player in baseball or, baseball or anything. But he has one campaign. One campaign. We had a two seventy two batting average. He had uh, 31 bombs, 83 ribbies. He, he had some nice numbers. His OBP was trash. But he had some other things that made you say, you know what, maybe he's not as bad as we think. His defensive war was absolutely atrocious, so maybe he can be a, another guy that you platoon at the DH spot with a Jake Lamb. I think he really does have the power. I think he's not too bad of a contact hitter, honestly. His OBP is the biggest struggle. But I think what what we're going to see this year with you know the amount of players who might be on the injured list I think Yasmani Tomas is going to quite possibly be a guy that the D-backs need in 2020. I actually think he will step up to the plate and make a positive impact on the team. Prediction number nine. Zach Gallen will be the second best pitcher on this D-back staff. Now, I already told you I think Robbie Ray is going to get traded, so that's going to leave a big hole in this D-back starting rotation. And who's going to fill it, you ask? I believe Zach Gallen, the guy who I've been clamoring as the breakout star of this D-backs team of 2024 a while now. When I look at his numbers, when I just look at what he did last year, he was consistent over two different franchises. He didn't make a lot of starts, but when he did, he was pretty dominant. His ERA was below three. He looked pretty great and pretty comfortable on that mound whenever he went out there and pitched. I like what he has. He has a nice little arsenal of pitches to his credit. He's still a very young guy, and I think he can be a guy that can build upon what we saw in 2019. Is that a guarantee? Is that a guarantee? Not by a long shot, because he doesn't have a long track record. But what I saw in 2019 was enough to convince me that Zach Gallon could be a very good pitcher uh, for any organization. I think he will be the second best pitcher in this rotation in 2020. I got Luke Weaver with injury concerns. I got you know, the same questions and issues I have with Taylor Clark and Alex Young. I don't trust Merrill Kelly as a 30-year-old sophomore pitcher. So Zach Allen, in my books, is going to be the second-best starting pitcher in this D-backs rotation. And then my final prediction for the D-backs in 2020, I believe they will lose in the National League Championship Series. The D-backs are a franchise who, you know, they haven't endured a ton of playoff success over the course of their franchise. We know they won the World Series back in 2001, but since then, there hasn't been a lot of great times. They haven't uh, been to the championship series since 07 and only made it there once since they won it in 2001. So 
They've only been to playoffs four times since 2001. So getting there again, going deeper in the playoffs, you know, getting past the NLDS. And they, they haven't won more than one playoff game since 2011. So there's just so many things where the D-backs have just come up short in the playoffs. And I want 2020 to be the year where that changes. I don't want just a wild card berth. I don't want just an NLDS appearance. I want to see the D-backs go to the championship series and give their fans a real hope for, you know, a World Series berth. I don't care if it's a 60-game season. I don't care if you want to put an asterisk behind it. I believe that's what's going to happen with the D-backs. They have the team. They have the talent. They just need to realize their potential. And if they could do that in 2020, this is going to be one of the scariest teams in baseball. Thank you to everyone who tuned into this edition of the Lockdown Diamondbacks podcast. Go tell your Alexa device to play the newest edition of the Lockdown MLB podcast for fantasy baseball so you guys can stay up to date with news, rankings, and updates. Hope everyone enjoyed today's pod and tune back in on Friday where I'm having some hard debates on how overrated Mike Trout is. So you guys are going to want to tune into that on Friday's pod. Hope everyone is staying safe and staying healthy. Peace!